0: And I know we both have seen this in the uh, Rotundra round room, certainly queue space inside of d- uh, the space you're waiting for the ride. For Dinosaur. For Dinosaur. That so
1: right? that's where right you hear Bill Nye, the science guy, talk about science. The world exploding. Bill, 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 Bill Nye, the science guy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I wish you guys could have seen that shit. <laughs>
1: Hello and welcome to F Yeah Disney. We're your hosts, Julie and Jason,
0: and we are here to give you an unfiltered view of all things Disney. We'll be covering events, news, history, food, and so much more.
1: So strap on your ears, grab a churro, and enjoy today's episode of F Yeah -Yeah Disney. Disney.
0: Hey there, and welcome to episode nineteen of F Yeah Disney. How the hell are you? How the hell are you doing today? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're recording this uh, now. It's uh, take three. It, it was Sunday that we first did our first two recordings, uh, and then lost them. So now we're recording this on Monday, May seventeenth. It's just, the eighteenth. Yesterday just, was the seventeenth. Uh, yeah, just two days before the old Disney today Spring. Is the eighteenth. Oh, today's the eighteenth.
1: You yesterday was the seventeenth. Oh
0: yeah, duh. So we're just uh, two days now away from Disney Springs opening to a limited capacity and starts to roll out the openings within the WDW resorts in Florida. And we have a lot of information to pass your way, plus our regular segments of This Day in Disney History. Uh, we're going to be going over our to Infinity and your mom, get into some more detailed talk about the opening of the Springs and uh, also Shanghai as well. And then after that we'll be getting into our what the forky food segment. So hope you guys are doing well out there. I you shouldn't say you guys. Hope you are doing well because it's just you unless you're in a your car with more than one then hi everybody, those in the back seat picking your nose. I see you. So uh eat it. That's gross. With with that being said, honey, uh normally we have alcohol in our hands, but we uh are sharing a water right now. <laughs>
1: We finished all the alcohol yesterday. Actually, (laughs) there is one that we can share between Uh, the two of us. This is
0: very true. We might have to crack that open. Let me get it?
1: Yes. We can talk about what we drank yesterday, though. We can. I had the Tropical Vibes by Swamp... What is it? Swamp. Uh,
0: Swamp Ass Ale.
1: Okay, first off, that's not what it says.
0: Uh, Swamphead Brewery.
1: Swamphead Brewery, and it is their migration... Release and it is mango guava vibes. Mango guava,
0: yeah, it's mango guava and wheat. Wheat. It's a very weedy beer. It's not
1: mango guava and wheat, it's just mango guava wheat. Yes, it's so delicious.
0: And she's getting the first sip. Always, it's it's, a for I like wheat beers, I but that one's a little weedy for me.
1: Our one little spice beer is gonna be extra weedy, so it tastes like cereal on the finish. Interesting. It'll be blueberry lavender.
0: So that's why I prefer but like a IPA or a uh, or a stout.
1: We did the blueberry lavender the first go around, and it turned out more like a sour, and we did not want that. So, wheatier next time.
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's fun brewing beer. But it'll
1: be good because blueberry and lavender feels like it should have like a yummy cereal wheat finish. Yeah. So it's like a blueberry lavender tart.
0: It'd be a nice incense. Or uh, essential oil mix or something. Mm. So yeah, so that's what's up with us. Um, I know she's been working.
1: No, we didn't talk about the other beer that we drank yesterday. Oh
0: yeah, shit.
1: Three sisters.
0: Oh no, it's three daughters. Three daughters. Three s- three
1: women. I it's don't know. important. I know.
0: I think it's actually two to two daughters. It's three. I was, uh, I know. Yes, because they are a brewery that is from my hometown of Saint Petersburg, Florida, of sunny. I thought you s- said it was in Clearwater. It's no, it's in sunny Saint Petersburg, Florida. In what was that one called? Which one?
1: The one we had yesterday.
0: It was some kind of cider.
1: Oh, it was key lime cider. Oh, yeah, key
0: lime. That's right. Which is why you got it for me because I'm not a cider person, but you got it because you thought I would like the key lime aspect of it.
1: Because you love key lime.
0: It was pretty damn good. I couldn't drink more than maybe two. I had to mix so up something in between. the sweetaholic. I know, but it's just different. It's a sour sweet. Like, I could eat like a whole like bag of chocolate like chips. but Kind of tart. Yeah, well, it's like I could compare it to, like, I could eat a, almost a whole bag of, like, dark chocolate. Barf. Uh, you know, a little, uh, what are those kisses called? Chocolate chips? Morsels. <laughs> Morsels, yeah, those ones. Were, like, a bag of sour gummies or Sour Patch Kids. I couldn't eat the whole bag.
1: And the difference between Jason and I is I could eat eight bags of Sour Patch Kids or gummy worms in one sitting, mm-hmm. not just one. Exactly. But chocolate chips like I'll eat I ha- used to have at work A bag of frozen Dark chocolate chips Morsels And when I had a sweet craving I would eat four <laughs> And then I was Over it
0: I eat a handful And then five minutes later Another one
1: You don't wait five minutes
0: no, sometimes I have two handfuls like a fucking Chippendale storing away some nuts for the winter.
1: <laughs>
0: so, yeah, so we're excited to be back. Uh, with Julie's feeling, uh, I'd say, about 99.99% better. She still goes back and forth uh, after having the flu for the week. And uh, so now we are here recording this and we're going to be on schedule. Uh, we have been uh, passing around the idea of c- maybe changing the name of our show. Uh, Keeping the F.E.A. there, but the Disney aspect of it?
1: So, what I was thinking, what we have for the logo right now. Okay, so Jason's idea. You guys can take a vote if you want. We'll put a poll up. Yeah, we
0: want want some insights, please.
1: So, Jason's idea is F.E.A. Diz. Which, you know, there's a lot of Diz out there, so, like, makes sense. As far as the logo, I didn't particularly like the way it looked Mm -hmm. when I made it F.E.A. Diz. It just seemed... Hard. I don't know. There's something about it that just didn't pop. So, I switched the logo around a little bit. And the logo was D. Mm-hmm. Now, that could also be... Dick? Yeah. Well,
0: that was my first thought. And that's just me being a five-year-old, but also like, you know.
1: But... We could also change it to, like, so you know One Little Spice is a Disney food podcast. Mm -hmm. We could do F Yeah, a Disney podcast. An adult Disney podcast.
0: Yeah, that's true. I didn't think about that. We definitely want some insight from you all, our audience. You, the listener. And uh, so we're going to be doing some social media polls and postings and also some feedback from just listening to the show. Let us know through our, our email, which is fya dsny at com. we'll have that link for you in the show notes also
1: we are going to put it up as an instagram vote so hop on and search us at fya underscore disney and check for that in our story and you can vote there so either fya diz fya d or fya an adult disney podcast
0: So, before we get into our This Day in Disney History segment, uh, we have some breaking news out there out in the world of Disney that just happened uh, about an hour or so ago before we hit record. And that is some management and leadership shifting going on within Disney and the executive levels of things. So, it looks like what has happened is that uh, Kevin Mayer, who was an executive within Disney, uh, he actually uh, just stepped down and took a position within uh, TikTok as uh, the new CEO, which is pretty crazy. So because of that, there has been a lot of shifting and shuffling going on, and I think a lot of it seems like, from what Julie and I read and have been talking about, uh, seems to be pretty positive overall. Huh, babe?
1: For sure, for sure. I'm sad, though. I think that Josh... Mm Mm-hmm was a good addition to the parks as president for the cast members because I feel like he really gave them a voice. And I just feel like he didn't have enough time to do enough good.
0: Yeah, I I agree. But I also think that uh, because he's now overseeing all the parks, which I think is pretty rad. Um, So his, he was previously the president of Walt Disney World. And uh, previous to that, he was the president of Disneyland Resort. And he is now the new chairman of Disney Parks Experiences and Products, which was what the uh, role that Bob Chapek had before he then became the new uh, CEO for Disney.
1: Which means that we may have an awesome new CEO named Josh.
0: And I was talking about that on on the Diz Twitter, about Josh being the next CEO. So that being said, uh, because of that, there has then now been a shift. Um, Oh, and real quick, if if you're not familiar with what that specific uh, role that Josh has... As being the new chairman of Disney Parks Experiences and Products, he is going to be overseeing basically all of the Disney parks worldwide, as well as Disney Cruise Lines, Disney Vacation Clubs, and also Adventures by Disney, which we have to do sometime, honey.
1: Um, yes. Oh, my gosh, yes. Like, all of them.
0: Yes. So, in addition to the announcement, the following changes were made to the Disney's leadership team. Uh, Jeff Vale, he was formerly president of the Disney Signature Experiences, has now been named president of Walt Disney World Resort. So he took over Josh's place. Cool, cool. Uh, Ken Potrock, who had served as president of Consumer Products, becomes the president of Disneyland Resort. And Rebecca Campbell, who was the former president of Disneyland Resort, has now been named the chairman of Direct-to-Consumer International. Uh, which basically means that she's now in charge of running all of the demand on-demand stuff, all the Hulus and Disney Pluses and all that stuff out there. Oh, cool. Uh, Thomas Mazium, he was the Senior Vice President of Resort and Transportation Operations at Walt Disney World Resort. He now becomes the president of the Disney Signature Experiences. So that's right now what has Ooh, happened. Maybe
1: as we'll get some new Signature Experiences. That'll be fun.
0: Yeah. So that's the newest shift. And again, this is all breaking news. Just dropped super hot takes. Uh, So that's all we have information around right now. But we will definitely stay up to date and keep you informed on our show as well as through the social media feeds as things change. So with that being said, I think it's time for us to now get into our first segment of the show, which is This Day in Disney History.
1: If you had it to do over again, would you do any part of it differently? Well, if I had it to do over again, uh, I think, uh, no, I don't think it would.
0: (laughs) All right, so this day in Disney history is going to be covering May 17th until the 23rd. And as always, I tend to find most of my information at a website called thisdayindisneyhistory.com, as well as uh, Wikipedia and the Disneypedia, whatever the hell that's called. I can't remember. I I, I can never remember. I have to Google it every time. (laughs) No idea. All right. So May 17th, 2000, the Field Museum in Chicago unveils Sue, the largest, most complete and best preserved Tyrannosaurus rex fossil yet discovered. A replica of Sue now stands in Disney's Animal Kingdom. Uh, You can visit Sue on your travels to the Dino Institute in Dinoland, USA. The dinosaur is actually named after Sue Hendrickson, who was the American paleontologist who, along with her team, in August of 1990, discovered the bones of this huge Tyrannosaurus rex in South Dakota. And I know we both have seen this in the uh, rotundra, round room, circular queue space inside of the, uh, the space you're waiting for the ride. For dinosaur? For dinosaur. That so
1: right? that's where right you here... Bill Nye, the science guy. Talk about science. The world exploding. Bill, 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 Bill Nye, the science guy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I wish you guys could have seen that shit. They <laughs> <laughs> heard it as, as your voice changed from the mic. That sounded pretty fun. You need to do that more often. Uh, also, a little same back bill <laughs> the just the way you sang it just off to the left and the right, the way your voice trailed off
1: well, that was the point because it was supposed to be a whole bunch of different names
0: I know, it was perfect
1: I mean voices yeah. what? I, I know what it was mean. all bill <laughs> it was the same name
0: all right May eighteenth two thousand and three Disney Pixar's Finding Nemo premieres in Hollywood, California, written by Andrew Stanton and directed by Stanton and Lee Unkrich is. Uh, it tells the story of the overly protective clownfish, Marlin, voiced by Albert Brooks, who, along with the regal tang called Dory, and I don't think she's regal. I mean, she may be a little bit. She's more absent-minded. She is regal. All right, she's regal. uh but Dory's voiced by Ellen DeGeneres, and they are on the search for the abducted son, Nemo, voiced by Alexander Gould. Finding Nemo will generally Can be released. He was
1: say kidnapped? He wasn't abducted.
0: Yeah. He was just plucked from the ocean
1: by a butt
0: by a butt and a big net but finding nemo will uh generally be released on may 30th of 2003 how about that may 19th 2000 and then we had to wait oh. like
1: a bajillion and a half years for finding dory yeah, you know, but we got Baby Dory it was so worth
0: it. I remember when Nemo came out on DVD and I was so stoked cuz it had like the different screens you could play of the different aquarium scenes on your TV. Yep. And just have it as like a screensaver or something. I loved it. I loved it a lot. May 19th, 2011. Uh, hundreds of Star Wars fans, many of them in costume, become the first to ride at midnight Star Tours: The Adventure Continues at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Uh, it was the night before this actually opened. And they had it uh, all to themselves. A bunch of nerds in this all-new 3D attraction. Set to, again, officially debut that same year in 2011 on May 20th.
1: What were we just talking about? I knew I had a comment, but then I lost it.
0: Uh, talking about the uh, Star Tours?
1: Oh, yeah. I cannot ride Star Tours. Yeah, you can't. I got to see Darth Vader once. Nice. Remember last time we talked about all the... Stuff that's in
0: the space there, the queue. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, a little fact about the one in Disneyland uh, that it has R2D2 and C3PO in the queue. Talking about the little shuttle that you go on to space, there's a name for it, and I'm having a brain fart and can't think of it. But that being said, those uh, uh, animatronics, their skeletal exoskeletons, are actual props from the movies. Pretty rad. And the ones we have here in Florida are just replicas. Not the actual on film uh, suits.
1: Boo. Boo! Yep. If you know what movie that quotes from, I'll send you something.
0: Mm. May 20th, 1996. Uh, Also, this date is my sister's birthday, not 96. I'm not going to say her. She was born in uh, 65. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Exactly. I'm getting a stink eye. But uh, May 20th, 1996, Fantasia Gardens Miniature Golf, located between the Swan and Dolphin Hotels, opens. The 36-hole adventure features Fantasia Gardens.
1: It's so cute. It's like the cutest, cutest golf course ever, and I need to play it so bad.
0: I know. It's in, uh, they have two courses. One is the Fantasia Gardens, which is the 18-hole miniature golf course. And then they have Fantasia Fairways, Which is more of like a actual golf course style. What they have called challenge courses designed with strategically placed bunkers and hazards. It's pretty rad.
1: But the mini golf course looks like real golf and it's so damn cute.
0: Yeah, it's adorable. It's a lot of fun. We got to play. Check off that last thing on your checklist of Disney stuff.
1: Yeah, I did a Disney bingo thing and I checked off every single box except played Disney mini golf. I've had plenty of free coupons, just never gotten around to it.
0: We will do it. Uh, May 21st, 2008, during the season finale of American Idol that year, uh, Jordan Sparks, who was the 2007 winner, announced that the American Idol Experience, a theme park version of the show, will open at Disney's Hollywood Studios in January of 2009. David Cook, who was voted the 2008 season's American Idol, shouts, I'm going to Disney World.
1: Which was the first time anybody had done it outside of a sporting event, a.k.a. football. Yeah. And baseball. When they win the World Series or the Super Bowl.
0: Yes. He was probably like, I'm going
1: to Disney World!
0: That's how I'd have said it.
1: But David Ochoa won that year. Yep. Like a picture I'm saying that.
0: I'd have jumped up and down like crazy man. Uh, But this attraction would officially open on February 14th, 2009. May 22nd, 2004, in celebration of Mickey Mouse's 75th anniversary, Underground Atlanta plays host to 15, 700-pound, 6-foot-tall Mickey Mouse statues, which was part of the Celebrate Mickey 75 Inspirations, and that's Inspirations with E-A-R in the middle of it, touring statue program that was first unveiled on November 18th, 2003. At the Walt Disney World, Uh, the statue's debut at noon on May twenty-second, two thousand and four, with a little help from Mickey Mouse, a local uh, Disney legend and also an Atlanta artist. Uh, They will remain on display at the venue until July twentieth of two thousand and four. Would it be cool to be an artist getting getting to paint a big-ass Mickey, however you wanted to? That would Be be awesome. I remember seeing, like, in Bradenton and Sarasota, they would have, like, dolphins and manatees and sea turtles that were big statues and sculptures-wise. They had them everywhere, and they'd be painted in all kind of fun ways by artists locally. I love that. Me too.
1: I would love to do that.
0: And this last day has two things, but their first one is very short. It's It uh, was just mind-blowing to me. Uh, May twenty third, 1983, Tokyo Disneyland welcomes its one millionth guest. At that point in time, the park had only been open for less than two months. Which is fantastic. They probably sold out every day for two months for the a uh, year.
1: Shanghai Disney did twenty million in their first three months.
0: Yeah, it's crazy.
1: Or their first month. Something crazy like that.
0: It's amazing. And then also uh, oh.
1: Shanghai, sorry. Um something like three hundred million people live within a hundred miles of the, the
0: Resort Resort. Area. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. Also, uh, May 23rd in 2014, Rockier Disney Side 24-Hour Event kicks off in Disney's Florida and California parks. From 6 a.m. to 6 a.m., May 23rd to May 24th, 2014, guests are invited to dress up for the occasion and join a gathering of Disney heroes and villains for 24 hours of fun and follies. So would you actually go for the whole 24 hours? Fuck yeah. Hell yeah, I would too.
1: That is not the name of our podcast tune.
0: Fuck yeah, I would too.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, I would take a nap in the carousel of progress a few times during the day.
0: Yep. I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that nap. I would be hallucinating by about hour 12.
1: That would be the last. Oh, no. It's 24.
0: You got another half half of a go.
1: By 6 p.m., you'd be hallucinating?
0: If we started at 6 a.m., no, not by 6 p.m.
1: Yeah. That would be 12 hours in.
0: So, like 18 hours in? I mean, don't get me wrong. I could do 24 hours.
1: So let's do 24 hours.
0: That's a lot of Disney. That is that's a lot a, of D. That's a lot of D. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. man.
1: Yeah, or both of our brains just went there at the exact same time.
0: You're so perverted. So, yeah, that'd be fun. It'd be a lot of fun to do, though. I remember uh, I was there working that year and didn't have to, have to work it that day.
1: Did not have to work
0: it. But also, at a certain time, most of the stores and most of the restaurant establishments close. And that has been this day in Disney history, stemming from May 17th. This day in Disney history from May 17th into the 23rd.
1: And fun little facts. So, I know we talked about the Disney parks coins. Maybe I talked about the Disney fountains with Amy.
0: Uh, you must have, because only thing we talked about coins here were press pennies and how it's a waste of money. It's not
1: a waste of money. It's the most economical souvenir you can purchase in Disney. This is true. Anyway, so I guess I was talking about it on my other podcast, but I actually wished on the wishing well next to Cinderella's castle for true love and got Jason. Hooray! So, they hold a. Happy little place in my heart. Yes. Which so coins nice. and Walt Disney World extra is actually really cool. So cast members got to pick where they wanted the money to go in 2018. So they gave the money to Community Based Care of Central Florida, which rescues foster care teens transitioning to adulthood. And they trans- transferred. They donated twenty thousand, and in 2014, eighteen thousand went to. Their over 18 support program. And then the coins in Disneyland go to their partnership with Make A Wish so that they can. Actually, they use their Disney Wish program. And that's where they are donated to. So they do participate in Make A Wish, but they collect them and donate them to their own Disney Wish program where more than 750 wishes get granted a year.
0: Pretty rad.
1: Whoa. In Disneyland Paris in two thousand fourteen and one morning they recovered four bags, ten kilograms each full of coins. So someone just threw a bag of coins in.
0: That's wild. Holy cow.
1: That those coins, which was approximately five hundred sixty five pounds of coins, was used to fund furniture decorations, toys and more for the pediatric waiting rooms in Paris Hotels Paris Hospitals (laughs) Foundation. That's amazing. So not only are you making a wish that gets granted, but you are helping other wishes come true too.
0: Heck yeah. I love that. Super awesome. Yeah, because I'd heard that they've used, used the coins from some of the areas, the fountains and stuff. That's too cool. All right, babe. So I think it's time for us to uh, go ahead now that we've had some talk about the past. It's time to talk about the present with our next segment to Infinity and Your mom. To infinity and your mom. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. That's not right. You sure? No, that's not right. I'm pretty sure that's it. No, 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 let me show you. To insanity and a blonde. What do you even that's how it goes. saying? That's No, that's how it goes. To immunity and respond. To indecency to and... To infrequently... Hey, hey, guys, you got it all wrong. It's to
1: infinity and beyond.
0: And now it's time for Julie to start some of the gossip and facts of Disney going on right now. That recent things. Of, that uh, will
1: transition into the bulk of our conversation today. So... See. Disneyland. Shanghai. Opened on May
0: 11th. Oh my God. <laughs> that's going to be fun to edit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I'm not saying it again, so that's what you have to use.
0: Yep. That's perfect.
1: So... There were lots of restrictions. Mm-hmm. 25,000 of their 80,000 capacity could go in. They had little stickers on the ground that were three by three squares that said don't stand here instead of ones that say they stand here because no one really ever listens to stand here. They stand wherever. Hey, this doesn't have a sign. I'm going to stand here anyway. And then mm-hmm. with rides, they're only allowed to be every other row. They're wearing masks. The only time they can take off their masks is when they're eating. Supposedly, that's what the rule is. But that's exciting. And then Disney Springs opens up on May 20th, which is coming up this Wednesday. We will talk about that more later in detail. And then Disney recently celebrated... (laughs) Disney recently celebrated their Halfway to Halloween celebration. So there were some recipes, which we will chit-chat about in, I was going to say To Infinity and Your Mom, but that's what we're doing right now. To What the Forky Foods. And The Dapper Dance, saying Voices from Home and saying Grim Grinning Ghosts. Hmm. And they also had some fun crafts that you can do while you're at home and some some other really cool things for that event, including a virtual viewing of Mickey's Not So Spooky Spectacular.
0: Featuring the one and only Jack Skellington.
1: The Madame Leota. Yeah. Crystal Ball is the coolest DIY Disney thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Go make it.
0: Yeah, it looks pretty pretty simple, but not really. It's
1: DisneyParks.com, you know, dot com, and then you go to Disney Magic Moments from Disney Parks blog, mm-hmm. and it says halfway to Halloween, top five picks for celebrating halfway to Halloween at home, and the Madame Leota Globe is amazing.
0: Yeah, it's pretty badass. It's if you can go like to a local craft store, Michaels, what have you, kind of place. Or if
1: you just have an old Christmas ornament, because we all do. And
0: d- well, yeah, but you also probably
1: put your Christmas I decorations up during this coronavirus, people. So you can just grab a clear one and do this cool thing.
0: Correct. However, you still need the the frosted spray paint stuff, unless you have a sandblaster or some etching cream. You also need a wood base for it, and then you got to be able to print out the picture. So you have to have a computer, or if your phone, and a printer.
1: It's funny that you don't think the crafty person has all of these things already sitting at home.
0: You probably don't. I don't, <laughs> know, I don't have the ornament, but I have everything else. Even the wood base.
1: I can make one. Real easy.
0: This is true. You're MacGyver. 2020.
1: You're MacGyver.
0: <laughs> You're silly. So what else, babe? What else has been shaken out there in Disney?
1: Those are the shaky things. Oh, Disney had their sing-along part two that came out on Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. So, that'll be on Disney Plus soon. Taylor Swift did a show that was just on ABC. It was her, um, a release of her rap party or album release party. Release party, maybe that's what it's called. But don't to bring it up. That's fine. Um, for City of Lover. So that was her lover release party. And so she released that on ABC last night. So that is going to be on Disney Plus and Hulu now for y'all to watch yep. as well. And if you love City TV of Lover concert. Yeah, I fucking know what I'm talking about.
0: You're amazing. So Disney's also been releasing some fun new ears uh, with the mini the mini series for rides and shtiff.
1: The Minnie Mouse main attraction.
0: The Joe Rody ears ears uh, sold out in like two seconds.
1: Try to get them for Jason. They don't exist anymore. The Tiki Rome ears are all sold out. Yeah. I wonder if they'll have them at World of Disney on the 27th.
0: I don't know. I think.
1: The other ones came out on May 16th. Was I looking at it on the 17th? I don't know. I swear I missed it. But the other ones come out mm. on June, whatever that Saturday is. Mm. They're released every third Saturday of the month, people.
0: Every third Saturday, I guess that's the same way they do, like the pin collectors uh, series. It's mm. like every Tuesday or something like that. They release them.
1: No, because those ones they were talking about. Oh yeah, Tuesday. mind. Yeah, you're right.
0: So with the opening of Disney Springs on May twentieth, uh, Disney has rolled out some basically some rules and ways how they're going to phase uh, the initial openings. And I know when they first announced the opening of this, uh, there was what three restaurants at first that opened up
1: was two and a maybe.
0: And now there's like 10 or something of that nature.
1: I have a list. We'll go over it.
0: Yeah. Because I know a couple are also going to be opening on the 22nd. And then Disney themselves are going to be opening up their stores on the 27th.
1: Yes. So some restaurants open on the 20th. Some will be opening on the 22nd. And then, like you said, the Disney Springs. I mean, the Disney.
0: Yeah. So if you go to DisneySprings.com, they have a whole thing here on the reopening of what they have going on. Here's a basic breakdown of what you will expect if you're going to be visiting Disney Springs.
1: And then I'll talk about the restaurants that are going to be open.
0: See. So for cast members, operating participant, employees, and guests, there are six key things to know before arriving at Disney Springs, and they include limited parking and reduced entrances, so they're only going to be having the orange and lime garages. Only going to be having... The Orange and Lime garages open, maybe two or three levels on each garage open uh, and available for parking, which will uh, limit how many people can actually go. Uh, some talk today was about potentially if they're going to be doing a reservation type of thing so that they can uh, aren't having to worry about turning guests away necessarily, which I'm sure some people will get turned away because they're showing up without masks and stuff, which is part of the thing. Uh, you're, besides getting your temperature screening done, you will also have to be required to wear face coverings for guests age three and up. Physical distancing practices, including physical uh, physically distance cues and physical barriers, will be up to keep people uh, to from being tempted to gather in places. Uh, temporary operation modifications, including reduced hours at select locations and no scheduled entertainment offerings or high-touch interactive areas, and also makes an sense. En- yeah. And an increased focus on disinfecting and sanitation, including the addition of hand-washing stations and hand sanitizers in key areas.
1: I just want to say that I'm glad that they're doing the hand-washing stations, too, because some of us are allergic to hand sanitizer.
0: Yeah. Uh, And something I found interesting is at the very bottom of this, they have a thing uh, that says, We have taken enhanced health and safety measures for you, our other guests, and cast members. You must follow all posted instructions while visiting Disney Springs. An inherent risk of exposure to COVID-19 exists in any public place where people are present. COVID-19 is an extremely contagious disease that can lead to severe illness and death. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, senior citizens and guests with underlying medical conditions are also are especially vulnerable. By visiting Disney Springs, you voluntarily assume all risks related to exposure to COVID-19. Please keep each other healthy. So, for the parking, they're going to have, uh, again, they're going to have limited parking. Uh, no surface parking at all will be open. That c- basically is all the parking lots around, like the Cirque uh, du Soleil building and what have you. Uh, the Orange and Lime garages will be open.
1: I assume that they're probably doing it that way because there's only really, like, one exit out of the parking garage. Yeah. So, that'll be able to they'll be able to monitor the people coming in better than people kind of just walking anywhere they want when they surface park.
0: Exactly. Uh, For temperature screenings, guest screenings, uh, during the initial uh, period, guests will undergo temperature screenings in these locations. The second floor exits of Orange and Lime garage parking areas and the marketplace entrance to serve guests uh, from the Hotel Plaza Boulevard pedestrian bridge and the rideshare drop off lot Uh, based on guidance for from the health authorities. Anyone displaying a temperature of 100.4 or above will be directed to an additional location for rescreening and assistance. Those regular location. Yes, regular slow-cation. Uh With a temperature of 100.4 Fahrenheit or above will be directed to an additional location for rescreening and assistance. Those with temperatures above 100.4 will not be allowed entry. Those in their party will not be allowed entry either. Uh, limited contact. Face coverings, again, will be required for guests that are three ages, uh, ages 3 and up. Uh, physical barriers are going to be in place to keep people from uh, hanging out in certain spaces, and they're also going to be have, cashless, uh, gonna ha- gonna have cashless transactions, uh, which you can use Disney gift cards, credit cards, debit cards, uh, Disney rewards, redemption cards, mobile wallets, including Apple Pay, Google Pay, and Samsung Pay, and if you have cash, then you can go to Guest Relations, and you can then buy a gift card and use that to pay uh, your things for the day. Uh, There will be also lots of signage around and extra cast members will be on site that are trained and being trained right now for uh, this opening to keep things uh, in check and make sure that the guests are minding their businesses. And that's pretty much all the information I see as of right now.
1: Until now, these are the restaurants that are going to open. And uh, this is just kind of based on like open table reservations and things like that. We don't have any exact, exact information if they're going to be opening but we just as of right now this is what it looks like so it's wolfgang puck bar and grill stk wine bar george the joffrey's Coffreys locations Coffreys, the joffrey's coffee locations i
0: love me some coffee R-
1: four rivers cantina a barbacoa truck which is awesome i guess that cone of meaty taco goodness <sighs> my favorite uh sunshine churros kiosks the Play pig I believe the polite pig is just for outside seating and mobile order, probably. mobile order. If I am not mistaken, um, the Frontera, Cochina, Blaze Pizza, yes, sake, Haggadahs, Aaron McKenna's bakery, NYC, sunshine churros, even though it says that twice the boathouse, and then Chicken Guy will be open 11:30 to 9:30. Planet Hollywood 11:30 to 9, and Earl of Sandwich 11:30 to 9:30. And then on May 22nd we get Il Gelato. Mm-hmm. Vivoli Il Gelato. I'm so sorry. Vivoli. Marimoto Asia's main dining room from 4:30 to 9, and then the outside dining lunch and dinner service from 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. And Pizza Ponte has indoor, outdoor dining, lunch, and dinner services open from twelve PM to eight PM.
0: You still gotta go there someday. Which one? Pizza Ponte. Why? I don't know. I've never been. I've always called it Pizza Point. I didn't actually realize it was a ponte.
1: And then on the twenty Mm-hmm. We get World of Disney. Deluxe Burger for mobile orders only. And the Marketplace Co-op. Co-op.
0: Co-op. See. It's going to be nice have the co-op open.
1: And I can go look at all the dresses.
0: And it's interesting because I didn't realize that the co-op was actually, uh were all Disney run stores. I I figured they were like a third party gimmick. It's not
1: really all different stores. It's literally just.
0: Different brands within Disney.
1: Yeah. Between like their clothing. and Clothing. The houseware. Houseware.
0: Art. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty rad.
1: And they right before they closed, they had flip flopped where Wonderland, Underground uh, was, and the dress shop. They flip flopped the two. Remember?
0: Mhm. I do. I do. I do. I do. So right now. I
1: do. I do. I do. I do. I do. Ooh. Love
0: orange soda. Orange soda. It's delicious. So no, in s- he
1: didn't kill. You're too old. Okay, I'm going to look at mine, guys.
0: But that being said, there were some rumors I was hearing that potentially Disney might be rolling out some stuff uh, a little harder after Memorial Day. Because Memorial Day itself is just a busy weekend in general, and they want to not have a busy weekend, come to the parks. Yeah,
1: because I can go out 30 days, and I have through the 17th.
0: Okay. So, yeah. I think it's interesting, though. So, well, we shall see. We're t- it's exciting to see the... the
1: on June seventeenth, I can okay. apparently make uh, reservations at Disneyland. I mean, mm-hmm. Disney World.
0: Huh. So, along with other restaurants, on May twentieth, there are going to be some shops that are owned by third-party companies, uh, ones like the Rebus Brothers, and a couple other the other kiosks outside. I'm going to be curious to see, like the ring carvers and those kind of places, like when they're going to eventually going to open, because that's a lot of handy stuff, you know so uh be for shizzle. yeah but it's exciting just to kind of see what happens and i'm glad they're doing it slowly taking all the precautions in the world that we need to be and as long as uh the guests that are staying and, and visiting are following all the rules uh it's you know it's not a 100 percent guarantee that people won't get sick but it's a start in the right direction Ha babe for shizzle and now that we've got all the information we need for the Disney Springs, again, if you need any more information, go to disneysprings.com. They have more uh, details and stuff on there for you to check out. Definitely would say do that, um, but for
1: sure, for sure. You know,
0: it is what it is. Uh, we read it right from the horse's mouth, in a sense. And uh, that being said, so now it's time, without further ado, to get into our final segment of this episode: What the Forky Foods? I want you to
1: meet Forky. Uh, hi. Hello. Hi. Hi. And ladders. so y'all we got some fun foods that disney has shared recipes of for the halfway to halloween they also actually just recently released the peanut butter and jelly milkshake from the 50s primetime cafe diner in hollywood studios and i just want to say that before disney released this recipe jason and i made one it tasted exactly like it And it was amazing.
0: It was amazing, and I'm glad we made it uh, before we took our before pictures, now that we're going to try to drop this corona weight.
1: Anyway. (laughs) So, it's two tablespoons peanut butter, two tablespoons jelly, two scoopies of vanilla ice cream.
0: Make sure they're scoopies. And half a cup of milk. And a half cup of milk. And throw them in some kind of... uh, Mixer, blender, food processor kind of gimmick?
1: Sorry. Two tablespoons peanut butter, two tablespoons jelly, two cups of vanilla ice cream, and a quarter cup of milk.
0: Mm. Still yeah. delish. Very good, honey. Very good. So what else do they offer out there in the world of Disney's, in the restaurants, and stuff you can make online?
1: So the first thing they have is Twists of Pumpkin Delight. Mm. Not exactly sure what they're called, but maybe if I click here for an atom print version, it will tell me what they're called. Pumpkin twists.
0: A little twist of some pumpkin delight. Sounds wonderful. Pumpkin Sounds twists. like what he did to me last night. <laughs> uh.
1: No hanky-panky happened last
0: night. He's crazy. No, she was snoring and drilling on me.
1: So you just use puff pastry and brown sugar and pumpkin pie spice, and I assume the, pink the, the instant pectin to make the pumpkin pie spice... Pumpkin pie, spice, pumpkin puree, thicker, more congealed. Anyway, some sanding sugar, one egg, and one tablespoon of milk. So, what you do is you combine brown sugar, sugar, pectin, pumpkin pie, spice, and the pumpkin puree, and then refrigerate it so the pumpkin will help it, the pectin will help it congeal a little bit. And then you unroll a sheet of the puff pastry And spread a third of the filling onto the puff pastry, leaving a quarter-inch border. And then you unroll the second sheet and put it on top of the first one. And then press to seal it. Cover the sheet with wax paper. And then you get three sheets of... Repeat two more times with remaining puff pastry. Okay. For the record, when you buy a package of puff pastry, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you get two sheets. They're they're tri-folded. You unfold it. So you're not going to be able to repeat this with... Oh, you're using three boxes of frozen puff pastry. Sorry. Oh my gosh, this is going to make a gajillion of these. Please third this recipe. Um, anyway, so.
0: I am already lost.
1: Oh, you put the pumpkin pie, spice, and sanding sugar together. Cool. Mix eggs, eggs and milk. Yep, 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 yep. Working on pie pastry. Okay, so you place it on a cutting board, you cut it into strips, and then you twist those strips carefully and put them down on the baking sheet. And then brush with an egg wash and sprinkle with the sanding sugar. And then you get these delicious pumpkin pie spiced puff pastry twists. Mm.
0: Sounds delicious.
1: And then we have pumpkin pancakes Mm. with butter and syrup.
0: Is that like a butternut squash or a pumpkin soup or something?
1: It is a pumpkin soup. It looks amazing. And I love it when they have the toasted... Pumpkin seeds on top of it, and then you put a little dollop of sour cream in there. Oh, it's so
0: delicious. Oh, hell yeah.
1: Then the iconic Jack Skellington cookies, round cookie, white icing, black icing piped into Skellington's face. And then pumpkin bars that look so delicious. You know if you ever make like lemon or raspberry bars, and they have like the graham cracker crust, and then it's like the deliciousness. Oh, That's yeah. That's what these are, but pumpkin. Oh, my God. And then a recipe for pumpkin crème roulette. Neat. And then they also showed in uh, top picks of how to celebrate at home how to make some of the candy apples. So they have the poison skull candy apple, the Mickey Ghost candy apple, the apple pie candy apple, a witch mini, and a mippie pumpkin. So,
0: apple pie. Sounds amazing cuz it's some kind of like cinnamony uh, It looks
1: like the white chocolate has cinnamon sugar in it and then it's dipped in a graham cracker.
0: Oh, drum. you bite bite into the apple. I'm going
1: to click on it cuz the recipe's here so I'll tell you exactly what it is.
0: I am intrigued.
1: Um, I've never had a candy apple before from Disney, but I always get a Amy and I always get a Mickey shaped cake pop, which they have didn't have last time that I was there cuz I was going to get one for Amy. Cake pop. But so last time we actually had to do it with Rice Krispie treats that were covered in chocolate Because they didn't have other ones But they are still Mickey shaped and it's still a super cute picture But They also use marshmallows for those ones hmm. It's the only time I like white chocolate But only if the chocolate is chocolate The cake is chocolate on the inside And that's it for What the fuck food
0: Now I'm hungry And ready to go home and have some supper Or whatever Second dinner, third lunch
1: Elevensies?
0: What yes. Whatever. Which one we're calling it tonight. I'm ready, honey. Me too. All right. Well, We hope you enjoyed this chit-chat and talk about some upcoming things happening in Disney. Really just recent news, breaking news, and some stuff from the past. Thanks so much for tuning in. We do appreciate it. And, again, uh, if you could give us some feedback on our ideas about potentially changing the name. Well, not potentially. We are changing the name of the show. Uh, just not, it's just a matter of when and uh, the name.
1: Also, please don't pick Diz because I hate the way the logo looks.
0: But if you like Diz, then uh, let us know. But you don't. Maybe. All right. And that'll do it for this episode of F.E.I.D. Disney. Thank you again for tuning in. We will see you next time again. Please, if you can, leave us a review on all the podcast apps, Apple iTunes, Stitcher, whatever you listen to podcasts on or you're listening to this right now, five star or a written review or both if you can would be awesome. Uh, You can do it right there in the app. If you actually go to your search button and just type in our podcast, it'll bring up the main page of this podcast, and that's where you do it at. Uh, You don't actually do it in the categories or catalog of your apps. It's weird how it's set up. But anyways, we do appreciate you. And stay tuned to our social media on Instagram at FYE underscore Disney. And if you'd like to give us a shout or have any questions for us, you can reach out to us at F D S N Y at gmail.com and I'll have all those links in the show notes along with also the stuff we talked about from the DisneySprings.com and the Disney food blogs and everything else out there and the new uh, newest updates as well as this breaking news we had. We'll see you next time. And as the great Walt Disney once said, if you believe in a thing, believe in it all the way.
1: Imagination. You would like to join our jambo a simple rule that's compulsory Mortals pay a token fee Rest in peace, the haunting's free So hurry back, we would like your company
0: Hurry back, hurry back Be sure to bring your death certificate